listening to Phenomenology Club Radio. Hello and thank you for listening to this audio podcast. I am Buttress, the host of Phenomenology Club, which is an interactive online community of artists and thinkers centered around this content that I create and curate online for us to talk about which is why both our tagline for Phenomenology Club and the subtitle for this discussion series is Talk About It. Most of these uploads are originally streamed live on our YouTube page. If you're interested in interacting with those as they happen live, please go subscribe and turn on the notifications at youtube.com slash phenomenologyclub. And in general, to learn more about our club, what we do, and how you can become a member for only $1 a month, please visit our website at www.phenomenology.club. Thank you for listening. Stay trippy. Hello. Can you hear me? Um, good morning. It is 5.13 a.m. Eastern Time, Sunday morning, real Jesus hours, hallelujah, praise the Lord, he is risen, can you hear me? I don't know if anyone's in here with me, this is probably a terrible uh, marketing strategy, it's not a marketing strategy, oh, somebody's up, good, good morning, praise the Lord, um... Yeah, I'm sitting here in New York, even though I refuse to admit I'm in New York. So actually, I'm in New Jersey right now, uh, working on something, and I needed a break. And actually, my stomach is killing me. It is very upset, but I think that that's actually a perfect background for this topic, uh, which is vegetarianism which i just think is such an interesting phenomena for reasons i'm about to tell you about i was sitting here browsing the twitter timeline taking a break from what i'm doing am i loud enough by the way i turned the mic like all the way up so you could probably hear my breathing because yeah i can't be too loud people are sleeping in the other room (sighs) um sitting here browsing the timeline and I see all of these tweets about veganism and vegetarianism. I don't know why. I guess that's the Twitter algorithm at work. But, you know, there was some, like, viral video where a bunch of fucking assholes were, like, marching around with uh, me is murder type signs harassing some, like, street vendor selling tacos or something, which I'm assuming was the impetus for all these viral takes about vegetarianism I was just witness to on my timeline when I felt the fire of inspiration on this beautiful Sunday morning uh, to hop on the mic real quick and talk about it. By the way, I ordered a web camera today. In case any of you are faithful talk about it listeners, I'm hoping to attract more of an audience if maybe I show my face because you're all so fucking shallow and petty and need to see my face. You can't just listen to the my with the picture. So vegetarianism, I find my opinion of vegetarianism change dramatically as time goes on and I become old and soft in my old age but the more I think about vegetarianism from a philosophical perspective I really feel like it's so fucking fascinating for one like the big debate about uh, I mean there's lots of debates about vegetarianism right but one of the most classic the most traditional debate is between these two schools of thinkers where on the one side you have a group of people saying that vegetarianism is fucking stupid because eating meat is clearly natural you know and they say it's natural because humans have been doing it for a long time Um, And then on the other hand, you have people, well, you have people who are vegetarians for all sorts of reasons, but, you know, there's a big group of people who say that meat is murder. I think this is the hypothetical group of dissenters that this other party I just described is arguing with in their heads when they, you know, say that vegetarianism is stupid. 
but I feel like vegetarianism is so interesting because it's a phenomenon that like really uh the circumstances that create it are so influenced by external factors I feel like like for one to think about this naturalistic argument right that eating meat is natural is that really understood like when did humans really start eating meat I looked it up and apparently archaeologists generally put the mark somewhere around 2.5 million years ago so obviously that's a long ass time but it's not like the origins of humanity so in that sense could you say is it natural because you know the entire concept of what is natural especially as it's related to human behavior i feel like there really isn't even well enough established criteria for how we can and should use the term natural you know like are computers natural because we created them a lot of people talk about computers as if they're unnatural and as if a lot of technology is unnatural but what are computers except tools and how did humans come to eat meat so much i would say i mean i'm not an archaeologist maybe if any of you in the chat are archaeologists you can tell us but from what i understand we ate we began eating raw meat especially i think we began eating things like fish first and seafood um but we didn't really start eating a ton of meat if i'm not mistaken uh until we invented tools that made meat more edible i mean i guess in the sense that it tasted better right humans created for one sharp objects so we could dismember these animals that we wanted to eat but also once we invented fire <laughs> invented fire once we discovered fire after our quest for fire we began cooking meat and then meat eating took on like a whole different character you know and it's so heavily integrated into so many cultures i mean every fucking continent eats meat and every fucking continent cooks meat so that's so interesting to begin with from onset like is vegetarianism or is meat eating even natural what can be what should be understood as being more natural and then of course from here again i'm not a scientist especially not an evolutionary biologist or whatever i believe they'd probably be the experts here but isn't it also true that when well because we ate meat for so long didn't our actual biologies almost change to accommodate quote unquote the fact that we do eat so much meat and that meat is such a big part of our diets so now what now what what is most natural i don't know but something that i find really interesting um in thinking about vegetarianism and the sort of philosophical problems it poses is this question posed by the people we see in this viral twitter video i saw where these assholes were yelling at the street vendor making tacos this question of whether or not it is righteous so to speak to kill and consume our animal friends and this i think is a really interesting question because i think that just as i was saying how i feel like even the question of whether or not eating meat is natural in and of itself has been so influenced by external factors i think the same is true when you consider this question because like let's think about let's think about the kind of animals that we consume typically like what are the most popular animals to eat chickens cows pigs right contrast that with the animals where people would be in our american society in 2019 i'm not speaking about any other culture or whatever but just to consider ours in a more isolated context what are the kind of animals that people would be absolutely appalled 
buy if you killed and ate a dog, a cat, you know, it's not normal in our society for people to kill and eat dogs and kill and eat cats because we have taken these animals and brought them into our homes and made them our little fucking fuzzy friends. And so I think that this is really interesting because you see a lot of people raise this argument that I just alluded to that you wouldn't eat a cat, you wouldn't eat a dog, so why do you feel comfortable eating a chicken? Why do you feel comfortable eating a cow? You know, it's the same thing. But, 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 is it? Is it really the same thing? I would argue no. I think our relationship to every animal is distinctly different. Now, of course, there's like schools of animals. I would say we generally all treat the same. We generally treat fish the same. And even the avid fish collector, the guy who's got fish from every fucking ocean in the world, even he doesn't like sit on his bed with the fish and pet and love them, you know. I don't know how deep one's affection for fish goes, but I imagine it's generally probably not as deep as the affection people tend to feel with their more fuzzy friends like the kittens and the dogs. But I think that it's true that our relationships with these animals are so different. Like, like, is it really the same to slaughter and eat a chicken as it is to slaughter and eat a dog? Maybe at baseline, but the thing is, we don't exist at baseline anymore, you know? Like, whether or not it's fundamentally the same, killing any animal and consuming it, it's no longer the same in the context of our society and the same is true for any society and all societies have sorts of different relationships with these animals you know there's many world societies that have forged really close relationships with dogs and in that sense i think a lot of them might be appalled if you ate one but then we also know that there are certain societies that do eat dogs and it's not a big fucking deal and i would argue that in those societies if you were to kill and slaughter a dog it would also i mean slaughter and consume a dog it would be different markedly different than if you were to do the same thing here in new jersey you know what i mean like if i observe my neighbor slaughtering and eating a dog i would feel like maybe my neighbor is a sociopath but if i observe my neighbor slaughtering and consuming a chicken I don't feel like maybe he is a sociopath and I don't think that I'm wrong to make this distinction, right? Because our relationship with these animals are fundamentally different. But that's why it's so interesting from a philosophical perspective because it's like, look how easily our relationships with these animals can change, you know? And could it be argued, my brothers, my sisters, that perhaps there could one day hypothetically exist a set of conditions where slaughtering and consuming any animal would be just as sociopathic as how someone in today's context might consider slaughtering and killing your own pet puppy? Hmm? Hmm? Because, hmm, 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 I don't know, what do you think? Let's hear from the fucking chat, what do you guys think? Someone says there are very human ways to kill the animal and still have respect behind it. Actually, in Southeast Asian countries, they do eat whatever they can find, and maybe cats and dogs are available for poverty-stricken areas. Well, this is what is so fascinating, because I don't think that... Uh, I think that it's reasonable to think that let's assume we as a society and as world societies are going to continue on this trend where we start to try our best to be more empathetic, not only of our fellow man, 
but also of all living creatures and of nature you know if we were to extend empathy to all other animals in a way that could maybe be comparable to how like American society has done this with dogs and with kittens then what would happen to our meat eating culture you know Like, if we all started to see all living creatures the way we see dogs and such, do you think that it could maybe, like, phase itself out naturally? But this is so interesting to think about, too, because what if it's also true that it is natural also to eat meat? I mean, I guess you could say that maybe our diets naturally will or our bodies naturally will start to change just as it's been argued and I believe proven that our biologies have changed because we have been eating meat for 2.5 million years approximately. It's so fucking fascinating. Someone says, if they didn't kill them, land would be much more crowded. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe. I mean, uh, it's so interesting. So interesting. Because other species, too, like, eat each other, you know? I don't think that no matter what, no matter how you frame the argument, that you could argue eating meat is wrong. I don't think eating meat is wrong. I think the fact that other species eat each other, this is this seems quite natural. I think that ultimately we have a choice, you know. Maybe. I mean, I don't know what's healthy and what could be described as unhealthy. I imagine, like, our bodies would slowly change to accommodate whatever, like, cultural manifestation of vegetarianism or meat eating exists. But... I think that it's so true that, well, I think that what's compelling is this argument that perhaps we could be doing harm to ourselves by way of like damaging our own psyches by eating meat if we were to ever like enter some sort of worldview where we all saw all animals the way that American society sees dogs. If we looked at a chicken and felt the same way about the chicken as we do about the dog, wouldn't I, like, have to willingly become some sort of a sociopath to, like, slaughter and eat it? What the fuck? Someone says, it would be unreasonable for the current meat-eating culture to exist anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely true. Part of what got me thinking down this pathway before I even realized that I was, like, falling victim to the Twitter algorithm that was bombarding me with all this vegetarian, vegan content was just thinking about how I go to the grocery store every night, not every night, but often, and sometimes very late in the evening, and the shelves are just stocked to the fucking brim with meat and a lot of it expires like the next day or the day after and I know that there's absolutely no way in hell they are selling all of that and it's like damn like what a fucking waste all these animals just like dead for nothing and then yeah I look at the lobster tank and it's just full of these sad fucking lobsters that's a question I have if anybody knows if lobsters die in those tanks because i know lobsters are supposed to live for a long ass time do they really just let them sit there until someone eventually buys them i mean i hope so i hope they don't die for no reason because that's fucking sad at the same time i wonder because they look pretty fucking unhappy in there i wonder if lobsters can die from depression someone look it up Someone says, maybe it really isn't about right and wrong here. It's merely humans doing what they do to sustain life. Well, I just wonder, like, okay, if the world ended tomorrow and we all were presented with a choice, do we we got to restructure civilization from nothing. What would you guys do as far as eating meat? 
like is this a practice that you would just revive immediately is it one you would approach with great caution is it one that you don't really care about this is something like i don't know what i would do because i think that there's two possibilities for myself for one i would definitely if i was to pursue meat eating which maybe I would. I mean, I would consult like evolutionary biologists and shit, whatever experts there are on like the human diet. I would, I would ask them like, you know, are we going to be doing a serious disservice to our help if we refrain from eating meat from here on, here on out? But if they said yes, and I felt like it was necessary to eat meat, I would make sure that we addressed the problem I was just speaking about, which is this culture of waste and unnecessary slaughter. Like, I don't think any animal should die unless you're like ready to fucking eat it, you know? And it's not that I think it's wrong at all. I don't think it's wrong to kill animals. Like, I think it's not nice and you are doing damage to yourself by partaking in brutal, violent behavior towards other creatures. But as far as whether or not you are doing some sort of moral injustice by hurting another animal, I would say personally no, because I think that all morality only exists in the spectrum of human behavior. So we are the center of our moral universe and all morality and all ethics only describes human interaction for the most part you know so this is why but animals i think become a part of this equation because i frame the, i frame this problem as one of whether or not doing violence to other creatures does harm to ourselves like this is what makes the question so compelling for me like i think that if i was to become enthralled with torturing animals for no fucking reason which we know a lot of people like serial killers do like i think it's not a coincidence that serial killers are really enamored with torturing small animals because there's something wrong with their psyche they're fucking sociopaths and i feel like by doing things like this torturing small animals they're reinforcing their sociopathic worldview and that's why i wonder like maybe this entire culture of eating meat now i don't think this is necessarily true but if i had the option if the world ends tomorrow and they're like bethany what should we do do we eat animals or not? I would give serious consideration to this hypothetical question that maybe enacting violence on any creature could be reinforcing some sort of worldview that might ultimately be harmful to ourselves, you know? Like, to put it against another hypothetical, a world where killing any creature for any reason except like you know i don't know self-defense if such a culture existed do you think that perhaps that would be better for the human psyche i don't fucking know it's so hard i hope the world doesn't end tomorrow because i cannot make this decision i guess we could vote on it what would you guys say there's like two people in here with me let's have a vote okay <laughs> Hopefully we don't tie because I think there's only two people who votes that world ends tomorrow. We eat meat. Say I say one <laughs> who votes world ends tomorrow. We refrain from all meat eating. Say two. Vibrox says, you would have to reprogram our genetic evolution. I'm leaning more on what our individual bodies can be tolerant to digesting. If history tells us we've done horrible things to other humans, then we have been more jaded and desensitized to killing animals that are not human. Oh shit, we got, we got a tie right now. We got a one and a two. Someone break this tie. Someone please. Um, to answer what Vibrox, what you just said... I think that that's a great point and that's something that we would have to consider but isn't it also true again not a scientist but I'm pretty sure it's true that 
our biologies change in the face of our diet, right? And it makes sense that this happens because like, you know, all sorts of things can happen, especially with the climate and stuff where maybe all of a sudden we don't have access to this or that food source anymore. And slowly our bodies adjust to our new diets. Because this is what happened with meat, right? I mean, I don't know. And I'll never know what human evolution really looked like in its full scope, in its full history. But what, I mean, I imagine that humans were probably like omnivores for a good part, not omnivores. Humans were probably herbivores for a good part of our history, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't know anything. But I would only assume that because, you know, catching meat is kind of (laughs) hard, right? Like maybe we didn't, and maybe it just seemed more obvious to eat grass or something. Like eating grass just feels more obvious. I don't know what was, what was there first. (laughs) I don't know how this shit all developed. It took so long. Does anybody know? Were we, were we herbivores before we became omnivores? Okay, so we have two ones. Why do you guys vote one? Can you tell me? Number one was, if I recall, number one was we would eat meat if we were to restart our human population tomorrow. Someone says, aren't gorillas vegans? I don't know. I bet they'd be drinking each other's titty milk, though. Oh, but that that doesn't count. (laughs) gorilla titty milk is still vegan if you're a gorilla someone says we got to keep killing animals to flex show our apex nature (laughs) keep all those other hoes in line you know personally i actually do feel very competitive with other animals i don't know about you guys but i feel like you know life is some big soccer game and i i love my opponents these animals of the field and of the and of the water and the air, but I feel a need to dominate them. Kindly though, I dominate with love and my words. Someone says, as someone with multiple chronic illnesses and recovering from an eating disorder, I have to eat meat according to my doctor. I was a vegetarian and vegan for a long time, and I feel like a caveman. Oh, wow, that's so interesting. Yeah, I mean, I've heard I've heard it said that even people, even, you know, without having to address a thing like a chronic illness, that humans need meat, you know, and I think that there's a lot of compelling evidence there, because it seems to be a very popular scientific idea, you know, but I do also wonder, like, under under what conditions, and how long, I wonder, does it take for our bodies to adapt to our diets like I I really am curious about what the human diet looked like before we started eating meat in such large levels you know and whether or not you think it could be characterized as natural because like I was saying before I don't know if any of you are new here but it's interesting to think about humans humans didn't really start eating much meat until we had developed the tools that enabled us to eat meat easier for one, things like sharp objects so we could more easily dismember the corpses of our enemies. <laughs> and then also with figuring out how to harness fire so that we could cook meat, you know. It's crazy. It's crazy. I was talking about this once not long ago and someone was saying to me that they felt that um, there was something really interesting i forget i think they had a strong opinion on how they felt about this but i'll just say interesting because i forget what their perspective was about the fact that we have so removed and automated these processes of slaughtering animals we've we've become so far removed from the process that uh our understanding of like violence towards them changes and i think that's interesting because i was thinking about this too like i don't feel like 
the difference in my psyche, the difference between my psyche as someone who has never slaughtered a chicken, for example, versus someone who slaughters chickens every day, do you think that their relationship to the chicken is really that much different than our own? I mean, I, I can't say for sure because I've never killed a chicken with my own two hands, but I honestly feel like there probably isn't too much of a difference between myself and them, you know? I feel like I could slaughter a chicken. I'd be like, oh, mm. but I bet, the, I bet the people who slaughter chickens every day feel the same way. Like, oh, I liked that one. You were funny. You did that funny thing every day. I'll miss you. Thanks for the good times, bro. I think, though, what's actually more likely true is that people who, like, work at these chicken farms where they, <laughs> where chickens are just sucked up in vacuums by the hundreds <laughs> in some big fucking chicken tube machine, I feel like that has to do a number on your psyche. Like, just being witness to that every day, I mean, I can't speak for anyone else, but, like, I feel sick and disgusting now just like thinking too much at the grocery store like for one all this meat that is just like going to waste every fucking day but also all the other items too like the fucking pasta and shit it's like dude like the the last box of pasta at the very back of the shelf like you know no one's touched that no one's gonna touch that it's almost there as a prop it's just there to make the pasta in front of the shelf look ready to buy and like oh look people are buying this pasta every fucking day you need this pasta look look we're fully stocked always that's how popular our pasta is but like i just feel sick how far removed we are from these processes of acquiring and eating our food like it's nasty everything's just automated and processed and bleh. even vegetables like when you think about it it's just like even you aren't fucking fresh you probably got sprayed with some fucking bullshit ugh I'm just like eating it ugh ugh I just don't want to eat anymore I'm just gonna drink fucking water what is the least I can eat to not die Ooh, that's a good idea. I think if we grew meat in a lab, I would eat it. <laughs> I mean, that's really interesting in the context of what I was just saying, how everything's disgusting and automated and processed. But if you really had some sort of deep ethical like issue with a thing like killing other animals, that's an interesting alternative. Eating meat grown in a lab. I'm sure it's probably already possible, you know. Bethany, would you eat lab meat or is it wrong to play God? Or do you think we should pour more resources into vegan veggie alternatives? Well, like I said, I don't think it's wrong to eat meat at all. Like I have, I don't think it's wrong to commit violence to animals fundamentally, you know. So... I'm mostly like, I'm concerned with this issue from the perspective of someone that thinks it's possible that enacting violence on our animal friends might bring us harm, you know? Like, I think that if it could be proven or felt strongly about that just the act of like inflicting unnecessary violence on other living creatures... And just being destructive of, like, nature in general. I think that already we see, like, hints of this. That it's probably not good behavior for for any culture to become, like, too... Well, to become integrated too hard into any culture. Because I feel like it reinforces this worldview where, for one, we have this, like unjustified feeling of superiority over all our surroundings which leads to things like our fucking arrogance in how we treat nature and why we're now in a climate crisis where i'm sure in the foreseeable future it seems like millions of people are going to die because of this attitude and because of what we've created in only like a century of industrialized society which is fucking nuts But, you know, I I don't, 
well, I don't think that that is like a good worldview just because it's not a rational worldview. It's not even about like being nice, being righteous, being whatever. I just don't think that it's rational to be arrogant and to feel like you are some superior species. So that's why I'm interested hypothetically in things like vegetarianism and why I do feel that waste in general is not good things like this because of what it does to the human psyche not because of whether or not it's wrong to kill other animals which I think that it isn't at all but would I eat meat grown in a lab I mean personally like I'm really intrigued by all philosophical problems posed by uh variables or <laughs> posed posed by conditions that include technology as a variable you know even things like medicine I mean the person I'm responding to in the chat you said you had a chronic illness you know like medicine I think has like totally changed our ethical landscape you know and a lot of how we must like go forward in our thinking about things like ethics and politics and such now includes these variables where like technology can feasibly offer a solution to something you know that's like crazy that's just crazy because every new human tool like technology changes everything just like the advent of certain tools made us such hardcore meat eaters to begin with right it's just crazy what is natural this is something i like to think about too a lot and i would like to do some sort of discussion on one day if i can formulate my own thoughts around it but i'm so interested in what would be an acceptable definition of the word natural you know what do you guys think do you feel like you could procure one I don't think I could. What does natural mean, you know? Especially if we know that it's true that what's natural is constantly in flux. And so a thing like eating meat can't necessarily be described as natural or unnatural or any more natural or unnatural than a thing like medicine or computers or anything. Even a bionic arm, you know? What if we made that? Hmm. Would it be natural? Is anything brought to us by way of our own tools that we create to do more things natural? Hmm. It ain't natural. It ain't right. Vibe. That's why I said that there are more humane ways to kill and have it be respectful. And it also comes down to if you use the entire animal for other purposes as well. I totally agree with you. No matter what, if I were to restart the world tomorrow in this hypothetical scenario I've been using in this talk, I think that if I were to pursue a future where we keep eating meat, especially if there's people like this person in our chat who says they have a chronic illness and their doctor has told them they must eat meat, you know, in that sense, I would say that it is necessary because humans come first in my world. Um, so if we were to eat meat, then yeah, I would definitely try to make it as humane as possible with as little waste as possible. But I still am intrigued by this idea where like hypothetically there could be a there could be a no meat eating society. But I'd only be interested in pursuing such a hypothetical society if I felt strongly that this would be to the benefit of humanity. You know, also fun fact, I learned the other day because I was watching that new episode of Explained on Netflix. Love that show. And it was about immortality and they were saying that the populations of humans that uh reach the longest lifespans on average is in uh i think they said it was sardinia and some other place but it was like really close to it in the mediterranean where uh on average people live i think a decade longer than everyone else or longer like it, it said something like one out of every like 10 people lives to be like 90 or something which apparently is like 
much better chances than most people in places like America or wherever else. And they said that one of the common things about these populations was that they had a mostly vegetarian diet, but not all vegetarian. And they didn't comment on this, but I believe that these populations eat a lot of fish, especially, you know. And that's kind of interesting to think about, too, in this context of the question of what is natural because i imagine that humans started eating fish long before they started eating like you know fucking pigs and shit i mean who knows (laughs) i wonder what the first human to eat another animal was though i'm sure like there probably wasn't even a first human to eat an animal because like when we were all fucking bacteria and shit i'm sure (laughs) everything was eating everything (laughs) That's so trippy to think about, bro. I want to know about how the fuck, like, fruit trees happened. (laughs) Like, this process of, like, things just consuming other things, like, becoming externalized. Like, is this how it happened? Like, it's just, it's just the natural mode that everything is, like, constantly consuming everything else and shitting it out and growing into a new thing for that thing to consume something else. It's just, like this must just be like the natural mode of everything and from this like sea of things consuming each other infinitely arose things like fucking orange trees where it's a tree with a little fruit hanging off of it that's shiny and colorful that's like eat me i exist to be eaten shit bugs me out Someone says, in the UK, they're trying to bring back fox hunting. It's so fucked. Why is it so fucked? Because this is, like, for sport or for their fur or something? I will say that, you know, like I said, I don't think that killing, maiming, whatever, ing, other animals is wrong in and of itself. But I do think that these things are things like killing animals for fur and such uh or not for fur but for for like decorative fur i would say that i do not appreciate these things typically typically culturally historically i mean i have to say i do think i'm enamored with some of it especially just like this human history of hunting and you know a lot of times we've created beautiful works of art and of clothing with what we've hunted. At the same time, I can't help but feel disgusted when I see like random fucking... <laughs> what's, what's the company? The, the CEO of Jimmy John's out here in Africa fucking shooting elephants and cutting their toes off and shit. It's like, bro, why do you have to do this? And it's so disgusting to me. I think not again not even necessarily because of what you've done to this animal though personally yes i am upset on behalf of the animal because i think animals are our equals in some ways not our equals our peers but also just what it says about human behavior and human culture i think it's like not i think it's contradictory to what what is so great about human culture and a lot of things about human culture to me are great and are amazing so when i see humans participating in this kind of behavior it's just so like unnecessary and so petty and reinforces this worldview where you just treat your surroundings like trash and like you can just like fucking come in and fuck the place up i don't like that I don't like that one fucking bit. Oh, so people are just getting into fox hunting again for fun. I could see that, you know. There's a lot of, like, debate going on right now between people who just, like, hunt for sport and, and who don't, you know. I see a lot of that going on in, like, social media. People will say something about hunting and then you look at the thread and it's just a bunch of fucking assholes posting pictures with their dead trophies and whatever like whatever i don't give a fuck you should see all my other carcasses whatever like dang come on it's just like it's just so unnecessary opinions on SeaWorld having a vegan food option <laughs> what in their cafeteria or something or you mean for the animals themselves 
Vibe says, maybe not peers, but we connect for the fact that animals in us exist and are alive together. Well, that's exactly why I call them peers, you know. What does peers mean? Let's look it up. Now I'm interested in the dictionary definition of the word peers. Oh. <laughs> It's giving me the definition of the verb. Okay, let's see. Oh, okay. Peer, one that is of equal standing with another. Equal. Okay, so actually, yeah, vibe. I would say they're not peers. I agree with you. Lesser peers. <laughs> the third definition given is interesting. It says archaic companion what does archaic mean that means like this is the way the word used to be employed that's interesting <laughs> it used to just mean companion now it just means equal is this what the dictionary is telling me yeah i wouldn't call animals our equals only because i think that in the human worldview the worldview established with things like language and everything we do together when we talk and have conversations like these i think that humans are centered and humans are prioritized and in that sense humanity needs to remain well not this isn't the reason why humanity needs to remain but i do think that in our ethical systems and systems of morality humans do have to remain the center of our moral universes you know i think that if it is between killing a human and a school of baby ducks you better kill that school of baby ducks no matter how much it hurts your heart you know so if you're to say that animals are your equal then you know you would be like frozen in that scenario you wouldn't know what to do but i would say as a human and a member of the you know human society that created these cults of ethics where humans are centered i think that there's really no question that we should kill the baby ducks. Sorry. That would devastate me as well. But you got to do what you got to do, you know. But in a more universal sense, a hypothetical one, which I can never access, so I'm not even going to try. I don't believe that human <laughs> humanity or human life is intrinsically any more valuable than the baby ducks. I think that they're one in the same, you know. I don't even think there's a basis for comparison or or anything. They're both just as meaningless to the universe as fucking everything is, you know. But in our human meaning, we have to create some system of consistency and in this system humans are the victors of our natural world. In retrospect, all animals are archaic companions, no? <laughs> what do you mean by that? I think that they're becoming companions in the mainstream anyway, probably now more than ever. I mean, certain societies obviously took much greater care to treat animals with respect, especially like our Native American populations. Um, certain populations in India, which were like historically vegetarian, you know, this obviously isn't a new idea, but as like a thing that's beginning to gain some sort of footing in the Western world, I think it's a very new phenomenon that animals could be our companions before it seemed like our only companions were like dogs and horses and in Western world view that only came to be true because of what these animals could do for us you know it's like all right you do what i need you to do and then you can be my friend you little fucking rascal all right i think i've said enough i need to get out of here and get back to work and look at that my stomach is feeling better it's magic it's fucking magic Look at that. Does anyone have anything they would like to say before I mosey on out of here? Back to the garden of earthly delights. By the window. 
Anyone? Closing thoughts. Concluding thoughts. Do we like animals? Do we like animals in here? Say I. Say I if you love animals. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry if this wasn't the best chat, but I just, I needed to take a break. And I thought that this would be fun. It's now 6 a.m. Sunday morning. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I know you're all strapping on your Sunday Sunday gear to get ready for church. Jenny asked, did you upload your performance piece from this weekend? No, I didn't actually because I have not yet received the footage. Hopefully I receive it and it is good. I promise when I do, I will upload at least some excerpts. I mean, it was three hours long. And it was very fun. Uh, uh, thanks for being interested. When, when I get that, you know, that's actually a good reminder to ask the person again. I already put in the request, but I should do that again because you know how these things go. So, yeah, that will happen. I also have footage from the first two that I've never really uploaded in full online. I was thinking of maybe editing it as a little series eventually. That could be cool because... It's officially a trilogy now. But anyway, thanks everyone for talking. Please subscribe to this channel. Like I said, I got a webcam coming in the mail from eBay. It was only $8. 480 pixels. SD, bitch, all the way. Which I'm actually, I think, I actually prefer because you don't got to worry about looking that cute, you know. Everyone looks better in SD, so hopefully it works well. And soon I could do these with a video camera. I mean, I could do it with a, my video camera right now, but it's it's a headache. So I've ordered a webcam. So hopefully soon these will be videos so that I can seduce my audience into watching me more. Because I know video feeds attract more viewership. So thanks to all of you for listening. Despite the fact there is no video feed. I love you. I'll talk to you later. Goodbye.